Hey there, Carl here. All right. Well, it's a Friday night rather than a Thursday night when we're getting to upload episode number 29 of Return of Dragons, Mopping the Decks with Goblins and Knolls. So I'm a day behind, but hey, it is still a good story. And our heroes are out over the Mertzi, over by the edge of the world, um, having combat as their flying gherkin spins down over the edge with the drider ship also over the edge. And they begin to board from the flying castle onto the flying ship. All right. Well, welcome back to Return of Dragons, episode 29. I'm Carl. I'll be DMing this fun group. And we should go around, do player and character introductions. Then we will do the recap. And Hannah, I'm happy to read that tonight if you'd like. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, whatever works, man. Hold on, let me. My desk is a little chaotic right now because today was a little chaotic. We're gonna get some snack ASMR. Snack bag. Ah! The colored pencils back there. Okay. I'm using a dish that I uh, bought good. to hold fruit in as an improvised dice tray. Nice. nice. I'm still just rolling on my desk. Oh, I gotta open up my pages! Ah! Uh, Character sheets, character sheets. Yeah, because they're not, I don't have physical copies of them, which is really, I hate not having physical copies of my character sheet, but it's okay. It's working. Uh, it works uh, out. Uh, 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 uh. All right, let's do introductions. Um, Evan, why don't you lead us off? I am Evan. I play Arvold the elf. I almost said dwarf. I don't know why. <laughs> um... I think my, my housemate was talking about Lord of the Rings earlier today, so that's why. Um, and my elf, Arvel, is a ranger and a little bit of a barbarian. Awesome. And your other character, because everyone gets two, because it's, yes. so it, it's not hard enough DMing seven <laughs> players. We just had to add extra characters. More characters for the audience to figure out who's who. And I also play more the Hobgoblin who is still trying to be the next greatest bard. Let's go from Evan to, why don't we go to John? Uh, I'm John. I play a variety of characters, including Suri, the forest gnome rogue wizard, and Stabby, the kobold, uh, kobold paladin. Nice. Go, go, go Stabby. Go Stabby. <laughs> All right, let's pass it over to Lillian. Hi, I'm Lillian. Um, I play Milden, the gnomish frat bro warlock, uh, and most importantly at the moment, pilot of the gherkin. Um, and also Ragrude, the Durger. Um, who I still have not actually made a character sheet for. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> um, 
he oh and ragweed's a union organizer very important to his personality and life choices um and is that it and milden has a familiar named greg zeem who i think is still in his mechanical body right now no, no, i think he's hanging out with you uh, on the, the dashboard of the gherkin we're just hanging out, piloting the gherkin, having oh, no, a grand no, old no, time. No, 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 no. Uh-oh. On the table, little weasel. Too. I really thought that was, like, game-related. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is is it Bastion? Bastion. Yeah, 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 Bastion, no. Andrew's getting the spray bottle. He's ready. Get the spray bottle handy now, Carl. You're muted. You need need one of these, Carl. I know. It's dangerous to GM alone. Take (laughs) (laughs) If I could pass it through, I would. The screen would help. This one is climbing on every chair and trying to climb up on the table. Kitty. He, she, he, he. He's catting properly. All right, we will go on from Regrood and Milden to um, Cat Lego and So, Meg, you're up. So, I'm Meg. I play Cat Lego, the greatest bard of all time. The goat. Um, The goat. And um, human. (laughs) <laughs> which is unique in in this party and I play Shu who is a boggle just wants to be liked awesome. a lot like Bastion yeah very much like Bastion alright Clara yeah. that's me My, I'm Clara I play Sather Karas the dwarven paladin of vengeance uh, and that is my only character that I play because Sather is the protagonist of this D&D campaign. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Obviously. Clearly the main character <laughs> of our story. But you of can, course. You can tell because of his bright blue anime hair that he yeah. had this whole time. Oh, I never mentioned that? <laughs> Slipped my mind these past ten years. His Sorry. His Super Saiyan hair do? We, yeah. never get to, we never get to see it because he's always got the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, you're up. I am Andrew. I play Kalini Copperkettle, the dwarf or the uh, druid. Everyone the wants to be dwarves druid. this session. I know it's. <laughs> I mean, it's I understand. Because you're the protagonist. Exactly. Yes. They want to. Yes. They want to chop my flavor. It's jealousy. That's what it is. <laughs> it's jealousy. Obviously. And if you see a spider crawling around on the ground with a hat on don't kill it that's zagru <laughs> that's mine it's my other character the we giant spider so you know you wouldn't see a little spider crawling around you probably see a big catch it spider in a giant like... cup and take it outside <laughs> a giant sliding glass door and put it in a giant backyard if it has a hat though please don't do that that's no, zagru you get a flamethrower and you burn it down <laughs> I approve uh, of week. none of these options. Yes, Vitani approves of the flame. Vitani, wow, that because that's her <laughs> that's her Discord name. Uh, Immortalia definitely approves of the flamethrower. If 
one existed. For spiders. All right, well, that should bring us to Hannah, who will tell us about Immortalia. Wow, thanks for spoiling it for everybody. I'm Hannah, and I play Immortalia, the silver dragonborn paladin, goodest girl, bestest bud. Sather's best friend. Yeah, Sather's best friend. Um, And I also play Ophelia, the kobold artificer uh, who is trying to help Milden fly the gherkin. Oh, and she has a... uh, I almost said a droid. (laughs) Well... That's the other thing. Kind of. The streams are crossing tonight. She has a construct. uh, She actually kind of has a little tiny construct within a bigger construct. Hamlet, the fish, who pilots the uh, bird, ostrich, uh, axolotl, very cool uh, critter thing. Yeah. That was really descriptive and great. I'm sure I'm not going to edit any of that. Excellent. All right. I'm Carl. I'm DMing. I will play the NPC dwarf, who is genuinely a dwarf, Ermas. And I may play um, I'm Gob and Quinn, the Black Dragonborn Barbarian, if AJ doesn't get done gutting the computer that he's currently rebuilding at the moment. So all of that fun stuff. Um, Hannah, did you want to read the recap? You want me to read the recap or even just speak the recap? I mean, I can read it if you want. Um, Let me get it open and also finish eating this delicious cookie. Um, Priorities. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Entirely your call. I, I have it open and ready to go. All right, here we go. Oh, God, assault. <laughs> All right. Recap. Begin. Cat Lego in red dragon form, and Kalini uh, in what's the critter called again? Because it's not a pterodactyl. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. All right, let's start that over. Cat Lego in red dragon form and Kalini in Quetzalcoatl form fly towards the fleeing enemy ship. Milden pursues with the flying gherkin. Cannon fire from the Drider's vessel strikes Kalini, and he transforms back into a halfling. Kalini, Ermos, and Suri plummet to the ocean 300 feet below, striking it with the force of falling onto concrete. It's not pretty, but Kalini and Suri survive and bob up to the surface, but Ermas, who's wearing plate mail, sinks. The gherkin catches the drider's ship right as it's about to go over the waterfall in the middle of the ocean. Gravity changes directions as the two vessels go over the lip edge. It's a 5,000 foot drop, but also visible in the middle of the air beyond the ocean is a waterfall, uh, hold on. What does this sentence say? But also visible in the middle of the air beyond the ocean as a waterfall is a floating tropical island. It just hangs there in a few... 
It just hangs there in the air a few thousand feet down and a few thousand feet above the ocean at the bottom of the waterfall. As the gherkin... I can read tonight, I swear! As the gherkin's giant chicken claws hold the drider's ship, arrows and cannon fire from the gherkin rip across the deck. Goblins and gnolls go flying, one of the masts is shot apart and ends up impaling the drider. Meanwhile, Kalini summons a water-dwelling creature, and Suri uses spellcraft to save Ermos. The summoned creature brings Ermos. Oh, swim. Hello. The summoned creature saves Ermos, but is a slow swimmer, and the three heroes and their creature friend are left far from the battle. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Laertes also goes over the edge of the waterfall and is sailing in the sideways gravity. Wow. Oh. The Laertes also goes over the edge of the waterfall and is sailing sailing in the sideways gravity well a lot what is this sentence, Dad? I don't know, I told you I could read them. <laughs> the Laertes also goes over the edge of the waterfall and is sailing in the sideways gravity well along with the gr- along with the drider's ship and the flapping gherkin. It does say drider's sheep, by the way. I want to be clear on that. <laughs> um, but yeah. That was... that. Dad, that, yeah, that last sentence was a sentence. Where, where, are you, where is the sheep? The last sentence. The sheep. The drider's sheep. Oh, the drider's sheep. Oh, I fixed the Drider. wheel. The gravity wheel. I didn't fix the... The, the wheel! The gravity wheel! <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, it was a gravity wheel, but I fixed that. The drider sheep. Sheep. You know, I guess I was thinking, oh my god, look at this! Can you see this monster? Look what he's doing. Oh no! Baby. Whatever shall you do? Good. Baby. He's got the sharp claws. You are a little monster cat. Down you go. Stay away. Oh, bird. Sitting. Okay, well, to be fair, it was a little bit convoluted last time as you guys were going over the gravity well anyway. So, um, I suppose the chaos of the write-up is is fair. Oh, all right. (laughs) That is bad. Attention. Give me attention. Baby cam. Baby cam, baby cam. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can hardly see any of your guys' videos, by the way. I'm so oh. sorry you're missing baby cam. I can see him in like a still shot, but like. Oh, everything is. Is the internet is bad or is it screen is small? No, I don't. It's internet, but it says my internet is really good right now, but it is not clearly. Strange, strange. It's probably all of the college students watching YouTube videos. That'll yeah, do that's it. what they're watching. <laughs> no, they're, Definitely they're listening to they're listening to um, live streams. And they're all just trying to play Rocket League at the same time. So <laughs> they're they all Twitch They're all and they're also listening to this podcast. Anyways. Anyways, so there is a, if you head over to Roll20, there is 
a writer's ship that is being held up by the um, by the gherkin just over the edge of the waterfall where gravity doesn't invert but turns 90 degrees. You all have just gone over the edge. There is a red dragon with two riders on her circling sort of around in that vicinity. There is some large um, water dinosaur with three player characters on top of it swimming over from sort of the southwest. And then your NPCs on the Laertes have flipped over the edge and Captain Nikolai Wolf skillfully sailing the vessel has actually turned it, well, over the edge and now it's in sideways gravity doing just fine. Um, I think in terms of the round, you know what, why don't we roll initiative and use that to figure out how people go since we're in this sort of very spread out yeah precarious I mean hey that's pretty good we may do should we record our initiative on the sheet yeah, yeah, put your initiative on the sheet, and I will take a look at the drider ship. We have Gerblins, I'm God, and a big... Oh my gosh, I rolled two 16s, you guys. Damn, okay. That's funny. Well, one of them is actually a 16, and the other one is a... No, one of them is an 18. And one of them is uh, 15, technically. All right, we'll do Quark Goblins, Knolls, and Starboard Goblins. Uh, do we have initiative sheet, or...? Uh, yes, and someone can drop that. Ooh, that's good for the Goblins. I rolled a 20 and a 19. Goddamn. Good for you. Not I guess so we have to roll twice for those of us who have. <laughs> Characters, yeah. Except for, for Clara, yeah. Okay. Where is the initiative sheet? I can in, drop the it in the chat. Oh, it's in the chat? Uh, yes. Twice now. Twice. Twice. All in the chat. Super I chat. see it. It is a super All chat. All right, where is Imakaria? Fifteen. All right. Since it looks like the port goblins are going to go first, I will move you all over to the detailed view of the. The rider ship. Assuming we're good to go. Um, the three goblins that are down this way roll this cannon back 
and have placed it over like Wait, where are we oh i see direction. yeah over and on the left side of the boat over on the port side of the boat yep and they port are, side they are pointing it at the large durger who is standing there <laughs> um the goblins from this cannon rush over this way and are now up like around the edge of the steps there. They're like, come on, come on down, come on. Um, shouting in that direction, including their knoll leader who is over there. And then this other group here rolls their cannon backwards as well without the flames attached to it are you sure i'm sure oh, um also aiming it upward and oh these ones with the ballista turn just turn the ballista where it is and aim it at the probably at the giant durger but maybe at the spider nope definitely at the durger and a ballista fires um towards regrude would have thought I would have that page marked since we used it last time. I know that bad DM. Siege equipment. Okay, I'm getting kind of chilly. Plus six. Does a fourteen hit Lillian? Um, I do suspect that a fourteen hits. I don't imagine that I have exceptional armor at this point, but have some armor. I don't know. Your armor would enlarge with you, but I don't know what your AC is. If it's, um, if it's the same one as the character stats, um, that would be a 10. No, I think it's higher than that now because I think we all like got armor and stuff. I just have failed to put together a character sheet. I want I really want to say it's like probably a 12 now. So I think a 14 would hit. All right. So a ballista bolt hits, which will do a substantial amount of damage. 3d10. Uh, Ew. more d10 oh, yeah. and that is seven two uh only 11 points of damage oh. to regroot that's fine and yeah so it takes you from 35 down to 24. and is that all the port goblins uh there is one more port goblin remaining and this port goblin is going to shoot at one of the archers on the front of the Gherkin is going to take an aim actually at Moore, and 
that is even with pluses that's just a six so that is a miss so all the goblins along the port side attack and that brings us to arvald yes it does um arvald is definitely going to target some of the goblins that are training huge weapons at party members Okay. Yeah. So you want to shoot at the ones, the closer ones to Regrude? Yeah, I think so. That makes the most sense. I'm rolling both attacks at once, by the way, since I have okay. two attacks, it'll just sure. yep, go ahead. Um, one of those is a nat 20. So let's deal with that attack first. That is, I'll scroll between all my windows, um, uh, 22 points of damage to one goblin. It's a dead goblin. You can describe how, how he is slain if you would like. Probably like just like through the through an eye and the rest of the head and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one he's got a cannonball in his hand and he drops it onto his foot to go with the um, shattered eye socket and skull. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then rolling damage for the other attack. Um, that will be 13 points of damage to another goblin. Okay, also dead. Probably like in the chest for that one. Sure, yeah, smack, solid hit. He was standing there with the ramrod getting ready to load the cannon and is no more. That brings us to Suri and more. Um, why don't we go, John, why don't we go Suri and then we'll do the other archer? Um, I think Suri is out in the middle of the water, treading water or something of the sort. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the... Um, I can't remember, Andrew, what, what type of water creature did you summon? A Leopluridon. Okay. Yeah. So you're swimming along with the large dinosaur-esque creature. Um, I don't know if there's anything Suri wants to do. Scan around the horizon. I can think of. I mean, if I had a way to speed this up, I would take it, but. Yeah. All right, let's go to the archer then, Moore. I think Moore is going to go for the third goblin that's in that group at okay. the front with that cannon. That would be a 17 to hit. That is a hit. And... Um, fifteen points of damage to that goblin. All right, also dead. So there is now a cannon that has been rolled away from the port side of the ship, pointed at a dwarf, but all of its operators have slain by archers from the gherkin. That brings us to Ophelia and Regrude. All right. Uh, I guess actually, 
Maybe Ragrood should go first, because I don't know exactly what Ophelia is going to do yet. Um, I, um, Ragrood is seriously considering using his rod of lordly might. Um, I'm just reading up on what my buttons do, as there are many buttons. Um, yeah, you do have two nasty knolls that are right, right, right in your face. Okay, this doesn't help me, but it can transform into a climbing pole. <laughs> um, it can also be a handheld battering ram. And grants its user plus 10 bonus to strength checks when you're trying to break through doors, barricades, and other barriers. What about what about ships? Yes. Are are the, the heads of two two nasty knolls? No, I think I'm going to um, push button number two. Um, yeah which um which will transform it into a magic battle axe um and then i will swing with it i get plus three uh to attack and damage rolls made with nice. this item uh you um well, maybe that'll do it. I'm going for one of the knolls in front of me, preferably a damaged one if one of them is damaged. Um, where is my character info? Yeah, the one um, on the, both of them are damaged. The one on the right has is definitely worse off than the one on the left. But both have taken a decent amount of damage. Okay, I'll do the one on the right. Um, that's a fourteen um so one on the right uh yes that one is slain with 14 points of damage oh no that was 14 to hit oh 14 to hit oh okay uh, we're not at damage yet um what does a battle axe do uh d8 Six, i believe kills yeah. things it's a d10 if it's two-handed, it's a D8 if it's one-handed. Okay, I'm going to use it two-handed, and also I get to double my damage dice on strength-based weapon attacks because... Nice. You're big. big. You're a big boy. Yeah. That's Ooh. one big boy. Okay. Uh, that's, that is 14 points of damage, so... Nice. Very nice. Um, would you do me a favor? Roll a 20-sided dice, and on a 15 or higher, you're going to cleave this guy and go into the next guy. Ooh. Because he had not many hit points left at all, and uh, you know, it's a rod of power that you're turning into a battle. I didn't make it. It was a four on the dice. Uh, uh, all right. Well, you know what? It gets stuck in knollish gristle and um, does not cleave through him, but makes him dead. dead. Definitely very dead. I'm sort of like have to shake him to get him off the end of my my rod. 
That's my turn. Well, that's Rude. Right, Ophelia. Hannah. All right. That's like mean. That's my turn. Yeah. You want me to go to the other screen? Um, nah. I mean. Oh, yeah, because you're helping Pilot. Yeah, she's helping Pilot, so. I mean, I guess she's helping to keep, keep the gherkin keeping a hold of, of the ship. Yeah, absolutely. You see those two chicken legs. I think, in fact, you were... Yeah, because I was doing the right leg. Yeah. I think. You've got that grip. So if you want those three talons to do anything or the whole chicken leg to do anything, you are empowered to do that. Flip that guy. (laughs) Yeah, could I use the middle toe to flick him? off the ship you want to flick it up and try to flip him off yeah give me a 20 sided dice roll give me a two hit (laughs) oof that's not good okay not the worst but it's just a three on the die so I don't know what I add to that uh, we would modify it probably by your dexterity. I'm going to whoa the figure is separating um (laughs) I was actually going to just have it flick up like that, sort of. But I suppose since it separates, we'll just leave the... Oh, all right. In case, okay, so the middle one flicks up but misses misses the knoll. And uh-huh. that leads to the starboard goblins. All right, more goblins. Um... This set is going to run forward and start stabbing the gherkin chicken leg. Ah. Um, chicken talon. And, ooh, 18, 18, and a 20 without any modifiers. So one is a nat 20. Um, this ooh. chicken finger leg um, releases... <laughs> Um, without dragging all the goblins with it because it does not like being stuck that forcefully. So one of the talons has um, partially released. So the boat is now like actually sort of shifts and I'm going to ask for dexterity checks for from everybody on board the boat um, to see if any folks are shaken off. And let's do it as a DC 12 check if you're on the port side of the boat. And I'm gonna make it a DC 15 if you're on the right-hand side of the boat, on the starboard side. So like they've hit it, The it's like, the claw is sort of bounced loose so the boat sort of swings over to the starboard side and we need to see if folks can hold on Ooh, all right we have i'm jettisoning goblin so two over by the ballista fall off um another couple of ones on this side dog 
All right, where goblins are falling from the boat. No, 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 kitten. Um, oh, but the ones who did the attack for the most part remain on. One goes sliding down. Noel is good. Um, Regrude, did you manage to hold on? Yeah, with a nat 20. Hey, yo. Nice. Um, I'm Gob holds on. Zagru? Can this count as an athletics check? Uh, certainly. Oh, nope, that's me, not Zagru. Wait, just, ugh, I asked this without looking at his thing. Second. Plus six, holy God. Didn't help him. Oh, uh, uh, Zagru falls? It gets blasted off. No, all right. I'm gonna move him all the way up to like past the bow of the ship. Like, oh my, falling, woo, down. Um, well, you know what spiders are known for? They're swimming. <laughs> yeah, this is a 2,500 foot fall since at least. Actually, you guys. But I thought gravity water. changed. Yeah, oh, the boat is in the water because of gravity i don't know yeah the boat is in the water because of gravity the gherkin is holding onto the back of it when it's shaken like this and everyone pops up you're then taken back into the like this once you're off the boat's deck shaken loose you're then falling forward as if it's a waterfall again and other things this knoll is gonna go flying down with you zagru and those goblins hang on there but this goblin by the ballista is falling and last two goblins uh yes they both hang on all right I think that's oh, one goblin archer is going to take a shot at um, Arval, and that is a 13, which I believe misses. Yeah, that's a miss. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to Immortalian Milden. That's funny that both of our characters are going at the same time. Our, our extra characters go at the same time, and then our main characters go at the same time. I think it's funny that our main characters did worse than our bonus characters. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised at Immortalia. I rolled the same thing on both dice, but, uh, <laughs> you know. That's, that's I mean, funny. Immortalia has to wait until uh, Cat Lego lands or gets close enough for Immortalia to jump off, but I, I think what Immortalia is going to do Actually, what Immortalia is going to do... Hold on, let me check the, the roll 20. Well, re remember here, hold on, let us let me move back to the, the, big, yeah. the big screen. So the red dragon is right over by the edge of... Yeah, because we already went over the edge and we switched our gravity. Right. Well, yeah, and we did that last time. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in some ways, Meg could have the. I mean, she could do.
do like a well, super dot. She really as the the pilot there who is in control of the red dragon body. She has a choice as as to which gravity she wants to use. Yeah. Well, and and what I want to do is I'm gonna go ahead and cast. Um, let me see. Nope, that's the wrong tab. Uh. I don't have any of my spells listed here, um, but I'm going to cast a, uh, uh, do I want to do a Divine Smite or do I want to do a Thunderous Smite? Let's just do a Thunderous Smite because it's a good th- first level spell. I'll do a Thunder, I'll ready, uh, not ready a Thunderous Smite, but I'll cast a Thunderous Smite as my bonus action. All right, you're and about then, 200, 250 feet away from Yeah. Me. And then I'm going to ready my action so that when we get close enough, I'm going to jump off of the dragon and I'm going to hit a critter with my sword. Okay. So, thunderous. Okay, got it. So, sort of readying an action once once, um, Meg's red dragon moves. Yep, that's it. Okay, very cool. Milden, Lily? Um, I'm piloting the gherkin. Um, can I do anything to see about, oh, well, can we go back to the other map? Yeah, absolutely. And the the gherkin has uh, one good hold with its left chicken leg onto the back of this ship and the right chicken leg had started to let go and so you're like over the stern of this boat um you know i mean probably the center of the gherkin is like about here i would imagine like it reached a little bit forward um so the gherkin is like right over the back of the boat and remember this this stern mass was was blasted in half and down it was the thing that impaled the drider Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I would like to see about reinstating that grip, um, and maybe in the process can sort of smack those goblins who are right there who hit it. Yeah, sure. Give me a, give me a two hit and you've got two goblins over here and two knolls. So why don't you go for the goblins with the right hand one and the middle one can go for that knoll. That sounds good. Um, do I need to roll separate to hits or just one? Uh, give me give me two two hits. Remember which okay. one is the right one and which one is the center one. Hey 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 hey! No 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 no! That is rice, not cat food <laughs> or a monster. okay uh the duality of dice um the right one probably hits with a 19 and then the middle one misses with the three okay um oh i know i'm horrible you are making baby sad. No, Bastion is not happy. He would like to eat that rice, that it's cat not, rice for cats. Cat what rice. if rice was for kitties, though? 
Yeah. What if? He's going to go by his friend Scruffy. Scruffy likes him, <laughs> even if the man does not. Um, yes, you successfully hit. Give me um, a d12 roll for damage, Ooh. and I'll apply it to both goblins. Cool. Love to roll a d12. That's fine. <laughs> oh, that was not very good. It's a two. A two? I know. Oh my God, I finally give you permission to use a 12-sided dice and roll a two? Yeah. My, you know, the, my OG dice that, set is not working out for me tonight. Yeah. The D12s well, get out of practice. You got to, you know. That's true. We need more uses for the D12s. Yeah. yeah. I had a, actually, one thing I'm excited to play Coyote and Crow because it's a whole D12-based gaming system. Hmm. All right. Meta commentary. <laughs> um... All right, so that's it for Milden just going ahead, keeping a grip on the ship and reattaching the the talons. So and partially hurting two of the goblins over on the, the right hand side. Hey kiddo. We have Taquitos. Yeah, and little cat is trying to eat your dinner. I am playing D&D. Hey guys, what's up? Um, are you podcasting right now? Because I, this is course. a section of the podcast that is all about me because I just got home from gym. So that's it. Nice. It's good to see you. Hey Hannah, how's your dorm? Oh, the cat's meowing. Okay, well she. It's the dorm. Sick. My legs are so dead. I don't. I don't even. Good. Love you. Uh, in the cabinet? I know, you got to get it down and serve yourself, child. Okay, sorry, DM lost his focus of his attention. Um, I think that's Zagru, who is now falling down past the bow of the boat. Spider web. Yeah, that's you. Well, let's see. Shoot a web. Catch the boat. Aha, I'm in range. Damn it, but I should have moved I... in five more feet down. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> can I hit the boat? Now the question is, can I hit the boat? Do I get any bonus for shooting at a boat? Right, can you hit the side of a barn? Broadside hit the broadside of a of boat. A boat. Um, no, you're falling. I say, let's just do it as a as an attack roll. Um, I think the ship has a 11 armor class. Well, that ship is hit. Awesome. With a 23. Oh, yeah. So now I get yanked into the water? Ah. <laughs> um... Or am I dangling? Yeah, what? Is, wait. This is weird. <laughs> it is weirdish gravity. How does this gravity field work? Um, gravity well or gravity wheel? I was going to say he flies into the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out above the ship. 
Yeah, so you the before. ship is going down. At first, you cast the web and it like connects to the ship, and you're dangling there. And Zagru, my question is, are you like in Zagru's mind right now, are you dangling from the ship with the ship being held like up and perpendicular, like on the edge of a waterfall? Or did you shoot your web and now you're connected to the ship? And so you're gently setting, hey, 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 no, 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 that's the human rice. It's the human rice. It's for kitties. Clearly, Bengal tigers need their rice. You know, the big curse here is we've got two chairs that go at the end of the table that have arms, and you can't shove them all. Well, you can shove them in, but there's about three inches, which are perfect for a little kitty to. Oh, oh, you're not supposed to drop him on the floor. He's so sad. Well, I, all right. The kitty's been removed to the loving child's room. <laughs> so is Zagru um, dangling from the bow of the ship as the ship is pointing down or is Zagru gently settling into the water? Depends on your perspective. Mr. Spider. Well, now I'm having trouble not metagaming. You shouldn't have told me that. Um, Zagru is hanging. Okay. But Zagru would also try to climb his way up since, you know, spider. Um, That's legit. Yep. Yeah, I, I, well, you didn't use a move, so go ahead and use your move. I like, I like the, uh, the, the web here. I did not see that. It's on my other monitor over here, so I couldn't uh, see it. That was pretty like, good DM, instant drawing of a web. Yes. I, I liked that I could, that I looked, just looked over and there it was. It feels real. I like it. Uh, okay. So I can move 30 feet, I think. Okay. There. Climbing right on up. Yeah. About to come over and surprise uh, a goblin archer. Um, nice. Kalini. Oh, Kal <laughs> Kalini's on the Leoplerodon in the middle of the ocean. Oh, okay. With no yeah. one around. Swimming, swimming, swimming. Stabby. Uh, I think Stabby's on the Gherkin, helping with the... With a can... Yeah, let's go check out the Gherkin. Navigation it's or something. I can't exactly remember where on the Gherkin. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while. Stabby is... Oh, Stabby is with um, with Shu and Sather with a cannon on the right-hand side. And I think Stabby's been... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's main... right. Yeah. So... If you'd like to shoot that cannon again along the the starboard side of the ship at anything, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, if there's, I mean, I don't want to like, hit our own people or anything, but. Yeah, well, and you all, you're basically above 
like the center of the gherkin is probably here. Your cannon is probably here. So I don't think you could shoot at the ones on the aft deck, but any goblin, any one of these cannons on the starboard side, this ballista with a single knoll holding onto it now, um, the goblin archer up on the starboard side, anybody on that right-hand side of the ship. Yeah, let's go for this dude. Uh, let me see. I missed. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the knoll standing by the ballista. Good choice. Because I don't want that ballista to swing around and shoot the spider. Yeah. So what I'm trying to remember, we're just adding decks to a... Uh, yeah, to a D20. Yeah. D20, that is a total of 19. All right, that is a hit, and I think AJ had the sheets with the the Gherkin cannon stats. I think we were doing it was like five d ten. I thought so. Yeah, it's a little less than the other cannons, but five d ten. You want me to roll five d ten? I would like you to roll five d ten. Not ten d five. That's eighteen and five. And then do the math. 23. Ooh. Um, yeah, that goes blasting right into the, the knoll and somewhat damages the ballista. Not. We can live not, with that. Yeah, not terribly, but. enough to disable it a little all right well i was trying to draw in red and that was green but la vie. um sather i believe sather is on the cannon with the stabby so he's already already yeah. hit it and helped fire okay um and then that will bring us to Knowles. And I think we've managed to skip I'm Gob, Shu, and um, the Red Dragon. So we might have to collectively decide what they do after the Knowles go. One of the Knowles is going to take a swing at the Durger. And that is a 15 which I think will hit. Lillian, yes, 15 hits. On the Gherkin? Uh, no, on the, the Durger. On oh, the uh, yeah. Okay, um, actually only four points of damage from the spear. Okay. I can take it. Okay. And let's see other knolls. Oh, this one's going to be fun. There's a knoll that is falling. He is going to try to grab Zagrud's web as he goes. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a six. He continues to plummet well past the, the web. Like he reaches Zagru, you and him are like falling next to each other. You cast the web and start to scramble up. And he like sees the web go out and he tries to reach. And I mean, it is, he flails terribly. And... Zagru waves with a hind leg. <laughs> Dips his hat at him. Uh, yeah. yeah, very nice. The nice guy. Cat. 
<laughs> I bid you sweet dreams, sir. <laughs> or or madam. Very nice. Um, so what do we think? Moving over here to the larger map, we have a red dragon. What do we think um Meg would do? Our cat would do? Um Hold on, I'm muted. I was she, talking. She would burninate if that was her option, or if she was close enough. Yeah, how so. close can we get? Because I don't think we can move that far. I think she can move eighty. Is it's it like eighty feet? Is it fifty per square on this map? Uh, it, it's by so she's like two hundred, two hundred and fifty feet away. So I would be if she wants to. She has to be closer to burninate. Yeah, she'd have to go, like, this far. Yeah, so I would, if she wanted to dash, I would let her move to... Yeah, well, and she still got, she still has the, uh... Well, and remember, the gherkin is now over the back part of the ship, really. Yeah, that's... Like, we're overlapping. Like that, yeah, that's true. So I, I would be comfortable with the dragon moving to like where she where I just moved her if she's like diving full and yeah. using, using the gravity she could certainly get to here maybe even like that close and be sort of amidships of it if she wanted to yeah well and she's got the sanctuary still on so she should be at least relatively safe from cannon fire okay so she's moving over like diving and does she want to i'm willing to do i mean with the weirdness of gravity if she pulled her wings in and dove she could get to this point next to the ship spread the wings out and then still have an attack action i mean if you'll let her then why not i think that i think that uh the breath weapon though is uh is a save from whoever it's targeted. Okay. Well, we will move and take a look along the starboard side of the ship. And I do have Immortalia jumping from the dragon to the ship, but I will let you do that after the breath weapon rather than before. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, maybe wait for the breath weapon to go first yeah, and then perfect. jump. Uh, so I, I actually... I don't want to do that because I want to let Meg do the breath weapon. Ah, right, right, right. Fair enough. I don't. I don't um, want to steal the glory of the fire of the breathing. Yeah, you're, fire. You're, you you change your character into a red dragon, and you want to actually. That's right. Do that's that. Right. You you yeah, want to burninate stuff. That's fair enough. Um, Immortalia and Quinn, do you want to jump off since the Burninate is still in storage? I imagine Quinn certainly would. <laughs> it seems very Quinn. Yeah, I, I think Quinn would have the opportunity to jump. Quinn would probably take it. Can't let Ragrood steal all the all the knoll smashing glory i don't know where quinn is uh oh quinn is uh, just he's not on this one he's on he sort of moved to the side on the flying gherkin 
Oh, okay. Sketch, but I will, I will drop Quinn. Quinn is going to jump over and wind up here and take a shot at this goblin. And Immortalia, you're coming along just because I have your token with his, but you can decide where you would want to jump along the right hand side of the ship or if you want to wait and stay. I sort of think you should jump because you said you, you were holding an action. Quinn hits and Hannah, you're muted. Decimates the. I was gonna say, is Quinn even ready to go? Does he even? Is it even his turn? We didn't even uh, roll for him. He's not in the initiative, so we're. Oh my gosh! I'm, right, I'm grabbing. Um, All right, where I'm is? I'm grabbing Meg. I'm grabbing Megs and. Um, All right, let's see. Hold on, let me see how far I can move. Yeah, and you can actually, you don't have to move from there. So you're jumping from the red dragon. So you can basically pick where you would like your turn. I mean, but I would like to be over here. That's the thing. Okay, so move yourself over there. That's where you would jump down. I mean, the red dragon is coming over. Yeah, and I'm like running and yeah. jumping. And I like slam down on the on the deck of the boat. And I've got my sword... Uh, which is all wreathed in thunderous energy, and I'm gonna hit him. Okay, you do that. Let's do it. Uh, I add a bunch of stuff to that. It's a 17 naturally, so I'm sure that hits. That's a hit, and I'm gonna move you five feet this way because I yeah, that's fine. Like it's you're likely to be going through two. Yeah. Here. Oh, and let me. Uh. Double check all of my stuff. Um, blah, 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 blah. So let's see. I rolled. Let's see. I get at least plus eight on damage. I know that. So. So that's at least 15 damage. Oh, and then I have to do my radiant damage. And then I also have to do my extra. Is it 2d6 for. Um, for thunderous smite yes and why don't you do My extra 2d6 so here hold on extra damage is going to apply to the second to the second oh, okay because i still have a second hit okay That's so how much did i say i said i said 13 no you did 15 on the first 15, goblin 15 hold on plus this three, next four, five, is six, seven, the so it's 22 29 29 points of damage total. All right, so, so that's... 15 to the first, 14 to the second. These two goblins are dead. Okay, and uh, can I step forward over their little dead bodies? Do my move... Do, can I do that and then strike at these, one of these guys? Yeah, sure. I, the guy who's in the back there, by like he's closer to where the top of the steps is. He's actually probably cowering in a corner. I think he would be not within range uh let's see plus 15 is that uh, hit that's a hit yes ha. i love immortalia okay and this is just a normal hit oh i get to reroll that one all right yes that's what we're looking for okay plus 
Oh, plus eleven. Oh, I forgot to add my eleven for everything. Um, hold on. Oh, this is so much. Uh, nine. So that's seventeen. Uh, is is seventeen enough to kill him? Yeah, so you... Okay, that's not even adding my strength or any of my magical bonuses, so... Yeah, 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 these are just, these are just goblins. Just You're, yeah, Immortalia down on the ship, not having to do cannons is a shish kebab. Two goblins sliced through and one shish kebab. Nice. Very good. There, there is so much sadness here. You all might have to talk strategy. I might have to see what is happening to... To Bastion is very sad. Yeah. All right. Um, why don't you all bring Meg up to date about her options? Um, and I will be back in two seconds. Oh, yeah. You can breathe some fire. Burninate. Yes. Burninate. That's what I would do. Oh, my God. Can I breathe fire on this one? What? Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> move, move this way just a little bit. Move that way just a little bit. There you go. Now you're hidden from both cameras. <laughs> go to bed. It's like she's not even here. It's visible. Oh, oh there, where, she is. Where, where did she come from? That's crazy. And that dog too, or what is that? A raccoon? What is lemur? It's a lemur. lemur. It's King Julian. How many dogs feet. do you know with arms leave, this long? Leave the feet. Do not touch the feet. I told you about the feet. <laughs> we are the New York Giants. All hail the New, oh, York, the New Giants. York Giants. Okay, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. All right, Bastion is happy. He's now received cat food, so he no longer has to assault the human rice bowl on the on the table. I don't know what's happening. All right, um, <laughs> you were being attacked by a lemur. Yeah, lemur attack is what's happening. I thought they were goblins. So you have a large red dragon head to go with your red dragon body. Yay! You have dove down in the altered gravity zone. Your large dragon head is around this portion of the ship. And you could aim wherever you would like if you wanted to breathe fire on the ship. It looks like most everyone's dead on the ship. Is that right? Like I see Quinn jumped off. Yeah, he did. Is there... Are these these are not dead? Yeah, those those are those are there's two gnolls and two goblins that are over um these purpley things are the talons of the gherkin, which is Oh like well I'm not gonna back of the ship. I won't go near the gherkin. No fried chicken? No. Although are the wings still here? The what? No, the gherkin's up towards the north of the ship, right? The gherkin is right above the ship. So, like, literally, it's over the stern, and then those are its chicken talons that are oh. holding the back of the ship. So the gherkin is sort of 
probably from about here. Here, hold on. Let me show you on the other map. Oh, hold on. That would be that's the a gherkin. Map. That's the actual <laughs> insides of the gherkin. Let's see the outsides of the gherkin. Oh, I see. Okay. Does that make sense? So he's yeah. over and then. So. Is it high enough that like if I were to breathe fire to the, what is it? To, to the, the southwest that um, I wouldn't hit the gherkin? Well, let's see. The gherkin is three stories, um, like the top of the tower. It's probably 15, 20. The gherkin is probably a good 60 feet tall. Um, the legs probably extend down 15 feet. So you probably have 15 feet clearance between where the gherkin is grasping the ship and and the bottom. The All right, I'll there. just point over here and I will breathe fire over here. Uh, let's see, oh, over that, oh, at the cannon with the three, yeah, 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 goblins that are aiming at, um, that's a very good choice because those three goblins would fire the cannon at Regrood like now. Okay, let me, I'm not an adult red dragon, I am a baby red dragon. Okay. I think they probably have to make a saving throw. They do. I'm trying to like find a baby saving throw. I'm trying to find the um the DC. Yeah. And I oh maybe it's young, not baby. There it is. Okay, it's a young red dragon. Okay. Whittle, whittle red dragon. So what's the what's the save? Uh, dexterity. Okay. DC seventeen. Uh, oh, um, I need to look up Goblin stat box here. I do not know their dexterity off the top of my head. Uh, plus two. Uh, all three fail. Okay, hold on. Let me roll. Plus oh God, there is so a many loaded dark. cannon with gunpowder. This is going to be fun. 67. 60, what's uh, 67 damage? Yeah. From a young red dragon? Yeah, 16 D6. Did you roll real dice or did you just use electronic? I Here, I'll, I used electronic. I'll print screen it. I don't need print screen. I just think it's so sad. You had the opportunity to roll 16d6. That sounds terrible. Oh, it sounds like so much fun. Um, the cannon is going to go off, however, and it is going to go crashing into the wall, into the stairs and the wall here. So um, Immortalia, a cannonball goes shooting like right by you and like crashing into, makes a great big hole into the cabin's quarters, which are below the aft deck here. And in fact, um, last time AJ had told me after we played that I'm Gob was gonna go inside the cabin's quarters 
And so Immortalia, like a cannonball goes shooting past you. And if you look behind it, you see into the captain's quarters, which are all like webby and everything. But you hear I'm Gob go, I'm Gob. Um, and you see the cannonball has gone all the way through the cabin and emerged out the backside through like one of the, you know, the, the windows that are on um, pirate ships, you know, the old sort of lead windows in that it has burst through the back and gone out the aft of the ship. I'm Gob is probably luckily somewhere over here on the side. And I think that brings us to the top of the, oh, we have Knowles still to go. Um, oh yeah, hold on. I, there are two other Knowles here. And Regrude, you're like the only opponent that's up here. They're gonna run towards you and stab you with their spears. That's quite rude, I think. I was um, here to peacefully organize them against corrupt leadership. One of them misses, but the other hits with a nat 20, but oh, no. only rolls a one on the damage. So that's six points of damage to Ragri. Okay. okay, we're getting like, hurt, but we're all right. You're like a mini tank. Um, that does bring us to the top of the order. We have now completed in an hour and a half, one round, one full round of combat. Um, six whole seconds. Six whole seconds, yeah. I wore my D&D &D shirt to the hardware store the other day and got in a conversation with two of the guys there and they were like, how many players do you have? And I was like, you're like, how long does a round take? It's like, it takes a little while. You're like, and they have two characters each. I, I, I didn't even do that. They were like, his one guy was like, oh, we, I, we're starting a new game. And his friend was like, ooh, can I join? And he was like, no, we already have six. And I was like, six amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> Those are rookie numbers. Try 16. Yeah. Cowards. All right, um, top of the order. Um, so not a lot of monsters, not a lot of goblins on the port hand side to go. Um, Immortalia, the goblin in front of you drops his sword and puts his hands up um, and is shaking and there is a goblin archer who is going to take a shot at the spider that is now climbing up onto the deck. And that will be a 12. Andrew, I don't know if a 12 hits Zagru. Uh, That's not. Where? Probably. You have a 14 on the Google sheet. Yeah, so... That one misses, and the oh, I do. And the knoll and the goblin on the ballista are actually going to shoot at um, Immortalia. And that is a fourteen, which will miss. 
So in addition to a cannonball ripping through half, half the steps, a ballista arrow rips into the, the other part of the steps, Hannah, near, near Immortalia, but does not hit her. And that brings us to Arvel. Try as they might, they can't get me. Let's see, who do I have up to shoot? Uh, some people close to party members and legs. I know my track record with friendly fire is actually not that, you know, safe. So I'm going to aim for some of the people in the back. I think I'll go for those two uh, archers. Well, I'll start with one and then I'll see what happens to the other one. Okay. Uh, let's see. So for one attack, I rolled a 13. No, 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 sorry, not a 13, a 15. And the other one is a... Um, Oh, wait, wait, no. Yeah, six and nine is 15, and the other one is a 16 to hit. Um, yeah, both of those hit. Um, 13 points of damage to one Gerblin. Okay. And 12 to the other one. Yeah, both of those goblins are slain. I'm not even using these spells to boost damage or anything like that. This is just straight arrow shooting. Yeah, this is, I mean, they're, they're goblins. Is, uh, they're goblins. Yeah, goblin time. Um, Suri, swimming, swimming, swimming. Um, Ophelia and Regrude. What about more? Oh, oh sorry. I... Sorry. Oh. But more, more is first. And you got a goblin on the ballista and a knoll on the ballista who you could target more. I think I'm gonna I think Moore's gonna go for that um that goblin. Okay. Um that is a 17 to hit. That is a hit. And that is 13 points of damage. That also kills him. Six for six. Nice. All right. So Su now Suri is swimming, swimming, swimming still. And Ophelia Regrude. Oh, okay. I want to use the... Hold on. I got to get to roll 20 so that I can see. Uh, I want to continue to use the gherkin to stomp on these dudes. Can I try that again? Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. Try and get the two two guys over here. Uh-huh. Over on the what's the right side of the ship called? Starboard. I want to get the two goblins on the starboard side. Uh how what do I add to that again? Dexterity? Yes. Uh 15. Uh both hit. Uh how much do I do? Um do a d12. All right. Uh, hold on, that rolled away. Where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did it go? Oh, that's a 12! It oh. was behind the bowl. 
All right, and these had been slightly damaged um, thanks to build-in earlier. And so that is sufficient to squish both of them under the talon of the gherkin. Yeah. Mildred uh, gives you like a solid thumbs up. Yeah, Ophelia yeah. gives like a little like, woohoo! All right. I got him. Regrude, you're the only one who's got serious combat going on. You got three gnolls by you. However, you have a rod of lordly might or whatever. Yeah. form. Yeah, I would like to strike at them with it, with my lordly battle axe. Okay. Uh, in my large form. Um. Uh, Nat 20, baby. Ooh, nice. Uh, uh, Ayo. Okay. So that's going to do a D10. And then I double it twice. Uh, you do, no, you do it. Why would you double it twice? Because I get to double it because I'm large. Oh, yeah. So let's do the damage for you being large. Yeah. I, and then the crit hit would double that damage. Okay. And I get plus three for. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's determine the damage from the large Durger first. Mm hmm. Um. Okay. <laughs> what, did you roll on, what did you roll on the dice? Okay, you, I had I, I rolled a six. Okay. I get plus three, so that's a nine. And then I don't add my strength to damage, or I do. You do. Okay, and then I get plus two for my strength, so that's eleven. Okay. Um, and then I double that for being large, so that's twenty-two. Twenty-two, and then I double that again for having a nat twenty, so that's forty-four. <laughs> Um, so you cut through, these guys have all been damaged before. Mm -hmm. Um, you cut through two of them over on the right-hand side. I mean, just cleave right through them. Sather may not like Durger, but if he <laughs> did, he, he would be proud. That's what I, I feel like this is what Ragrood is thinking, especially when he opened up the battle axe was like, let me channel Sather, the most Aww. competent person I know. Aww. Gotta impress the boss man. <laughs> yeah. The head of the crew. All right. Um, the starboard goblins. Um, there's one injured one left and he begins to crawl towards the hole of the boat, trying to be inconspicuous and maybe actually makes it a decent way down the steps. The others are falling to their deaths. Um, Immortalia and Milden. All right, it is time. Uh, this dude's surrendered. Can I clamber up the stairs around this oh no you said that the stairs were destroyed right well half the stairs are destroyed so a cannonball ripped through here to your left to our right though from the player's direction 
and ripped into the cabin's quarters back here towards the stern. So you can look yeah. there. And these steps there can I just now get up like, the steps. Um, can I climb up the gherkin's claw? Yeah, you could climb like, over the gherkin's claw, and the steps are like half together. You'd pro. You could either step on them gingerly or just jump to. I'll just jump. I can jump. Okay. I've got good athletics, and then uh, I guess I could get to here. Oh sure, and then go and, ahead and uh, start the remaining pool. Fair enough. Yeah. You Let's get it get him. because of uh, Gregory. Um, um, I don't think so. You guys don't have pack tactics or anything. No. And there's not flanking. Isn't this isn't three five? Uh, let's see. Hold on, wait. I get plus three for my sword, plus five for strength, and then plus what's my proficiency? Where is my plus four for my proficiency? I get plus twelve now. Okay. To yeah, hit. But this is this is a. Uh, 12th, 13th level paladin. Whoa, uh, 21, 21. That's a, a, to hit or damage? To hit, to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. That's my extra d8 because I'm so radiant now. Oh, and I can reroll that. Okay, that's much better. So that's 10, 14 plus 8, that is 22. Right? Or is it 21? Um, in either case, you now yeah. have a knoll on your greatsword. Yeah. 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 He, yep. he is not, well, he might still be kicking, but, you know, they're death throws. Yep. All right. Got him. So you all are now holding a ship. There are two goblins that are on it um, who aren't engaged in combat anymore. And the gherkin is holding it. If we scroll over to the larger screen, I would say the swimming dinosaur with Suri and Kalini on it will catch up relatively soon and go over the yeah. edge. Oh, and how's the Laertes doing? Oh, the yeah. So you, uh, Captain Nikolai. Um, oh, I would like to move only the. Quantum entanglement. Yeah, they they are attached. Oh, here, let me try this. Um, that will let me select the ship. There we go. It's so important to put the waterfall back in its place. There we go. Um, and the ship is able to like sail over towards you all. So I don't know if you want to conduct a search on the ship at the moment, if you want to look out to where there's like this 
5,000 foot cliff of water, and then there's this island that's floating in the air 2,500 feet above like the level of ocean that's below. So I don't know if you want to think about like the area overall right now and get your bearings, or if you want to try to boot the ship that you're a good number of the party are like on right, right at this moment. I didn't know I was unmuted that whole time. I probably got some background noise. So annoying. It didn't sound particularly loud, but it could still be a There are some sick beats coming from you. Not yeah. like excessively yeah. loud, but <laughs> Yeah, some some in the background, right right through the wall. Ah. Oh. Well now you're muted. Now you're muted again. <laughs> so we're not hearing any anything. I was gonna say it's pretty loud. It's like literally right behind that right wall. There. That's that's. The it's scenario. pretty loud to me. So I mean, I'm not like loud. But, you know, considering it's coming through a wall of cinder blocks. Well, but if if you have an electrical outlet right there, and they have an electrical outlet right there, there's kind of a easy yeah a weak point in the wall for it's a speaker to go through <laughs> could do it um so do you all do you want to tell me what you do on the boat or do you want to do big picture probably boat first and then big picture because i think we kind of need to take care of the boat especially because it has a mast that's just completely gone yeah, uh, we need I'm to getting, find that drider sheet hand too. signals from Lillian. <laughs> oh, I just think we should capture the two remaining goblins for interrogation purposes because we have literally no idea what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. It's a two goblins and a knoll, I think. Oh, you I see have, three goblins. You do have a living knoll. Oh, is that a knoll? One's a knoll. Yeah, that's a knoll. And you have two goblins, one who had surrendered to Immortalia, although Immortalia, you ran past it. Um, actually, why don't we just stick in initiative order in that case? Um, Arvel, so you're up on the gherkin. Do you want to hop down onto onto the boat? Yeah, sure. All right, let's go over here. Sixty foot fall, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Well, the glider. I don't need to. I I can fall with style. Ah, okay. Right. Well, and oh, yeah, I guess you are up on the top of the the gherkins. So I had copied both Moore and Arvel, but actually, it'll probably only be Arvel. Where would you like to fall with style? Um, close to where the drider was, like not on top of where the mast actually fell, but but close to it. Yeah, and in fact, this is yeah. So I'm gonna. I want to assert my dominance. Sure, and I'm gonna put more off to the side here, but Arvel, mm -hmm. and you can 
you know, anywhere sort of in this vicinity, you would glide down and, and land? Right now, I don't have access to Arvel. Oh, to Arvel. For reals? Yeah. Oh. Well, I do, because yeah. Yeah, because signed. But I will I will fix that. And Arvel, you are now or Evan, you are now empowered. I'm gonna be right there. Okay. So head back up to that that upper deck area. Um and so um do you want to take an action? So you, you took a move coming down on the glider. Any action that you want to take now that you get to where the driver's body is. She's like the area where the steering wheel well is like the mast has come in there and her impaled spider body is on it. Um, that's sort of like what's most immediately around you right there. Yeah, I think um, this is a little more meta than anything, but I would probably want to recover any of the arrows that I shot that could be, you know, retrievable, like, because there's that mechanic, right, that, that you can recover up to half of what you Yeah, 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 fired. yeah, and some of your arrows were shot. So if you would take, like, a quarter of the arrows that you shot, because I think half your arrows were shot at the front of the yeah. ship and half at this back part. So yeah, absolutely half the ones that would be around here, picking those up. That makes sense. Um, Suri, um, you're sort of in the vicinity in terms of being on the dinosaur. Um, I don't know if there's a way that you want to try to board the boat from the dinosaur. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't if we. I guess if we could get close enough, maybe we could climb across the, like the claws, yeah, get on the boat or something. The the paddles, the large. Oh, use the use the paddles and then come up onto. Like, or you know we just climb up its giant head. Yeah, it, it yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's actually a plesiosaurus, not a leoplerodon, but you know whatever. Leoplerodon's more fun to say. By far. What if it's just a Loch Ness monster? I mean that's a plesiosaurus, so it is. Oh, it is. Have they found that? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we can, if I don't know, if I mean, the, on the other map, I don't know that you had this right next to the. Yeah, but I'm okay thing, with the creature moving right next. I'm going to go ahead and take the three of you and place you. Oops, Uri, I'm going to place you in the water right, right on the stern <laughs> of, of the ship. So the three of you sort of climb up the creature's head and are now on the stern of the ship. And if okay. you would like to, you know, move and then take an action. I think that is Suri is. Well, I mean, I'm not assuming I would understand what has been going on or is going on here. Um, it looks like there's a lot of destroyed ship and a lot of dead goblins and gnolls. Um, maybe just move out 
to here to kind of be able to see what what all's that going on. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, you look out and I mean it is destruction, little bits of flame popping up here along the port side. Uh, gunpowder by a cannon burning over here on the the starboard side yeah and yeah maybe you catch the glimpse actually of this goblin sneaking under the deck in the front wow. so he's gone down the hatch so suri when you get to the edge you see him like crawling into to this hatch which would take him below decks okay and that brings us to Moore, who is still up on the Gherkin. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what to do with Moore. Yeah, I mean, he could I, stay up on the Gherkin while we while we do the search here, unless you feel like he would be really compelled to to try to climb on down. He could start running down through the Gherkin itself. Yeah, he could. He could. I, I think he's going to move away from the balcony and find a little place to um, try to compose some music or lyrics related to the events, seeing if they, seeing if he can make any progress on that. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Ophelia and Regrude. Um, I mean, we're still, like, holding on to the ship with the gherkin, so I don't know, uh, what Milden thinks, but I think maybe, um, maybe, uh, Ophelia would ask, oh, okay, Ophelia would say, hey, Milden. Uh-huh. Do you still need a co-pilot up here? I got it for now if you want to head down. Okay. Give me a shout if you need me. Um, and she's gonna run down the stairs and get on the back of her, uh, robot and go out onto the deck to see what's going on. On to... You mean down, go down through the bottom and out the Yeah, the through the actual door. Gotcha. Yeah, the new the new sliding door in the bottom yes. of the thing. Excellent. All right, let me take bring a Ophelia character. So you would basically end up dropping down like about here or so. Uh hold on, let me see the map. I was clicking like here. I think that's basically where the center of the girl yeah, is. Yeah, probably. So we'll... And I don't have a token for your... Yeah, well, I haven't sent you a picture yet, so I can send you a picture next time. But she's she and the, the robot are occupying the same space. Perfect, yeah. And I think with all that move, that's probably... Yeah, that's cool. plenty for her. Um... Ooh. And Regrude. Um, I think 
since the danger has, has passed, I think he's going to shrink back down and then also put away his rod of lordly might. Lordly might. It has a really lordly dumb name. Um, and really? also seeing Ophelia come down, he's gonna he'll, before he puts it before he swoops it in, he's gonna like wave it to Ophelia so she can see her her handiwork. Um, and he'll maybe shout like, "This was great!" Yeah, she gives you a thumbs up and a little smile. Um. Yeah. Um. Then I don't know. Maybe he'll check the body to see if there's anything good on them. Um. Yeah, you've got three knolls in front of you, and actually, they have a total of twenty gold pieces on them. Cool. And it's sort of weird, funky, like you've never seen this type of coinage. It's not like the regular realms coins. They're like circular and they've got like a, squ a square hole in the middle of them. And they've got a weird sort of script on them. But certainly 20 gold pieces is recognizable as 20 gold pieces for you. Cool. Um, Immortalia and Milden. Um. Immortalia will... Actually, can she step over here? How, how far down is it down the steps? Um, we can say it's 10 feet. Okay. Um She's gonna be like she's gonna like lean down and be like, Hey you, down there. Do you speak goblin? Do I speak goblin? What do you think? No. No, I speak goblin or no, I speak uh draconic, Ogwin, and common. Um, okay, but hey you is pretty obvious. The goblin looks up at you eyes like really big and puts its hands up higher in the air it was like sitting there with its hands on its on the back of its head and then it when you say hey you it like sticks them up and its eyes grow great <laughs> okay and she says um she says do you speak common matt <laughs> Ugh, it's too bad you're not a kobold. No. Uh, well. Not very useful. Okay. Hey, guys, does anybody speak goblin? <laughs> That's it. Not That's any than you. Wait, well, I don't know. I feel like there should be a chance that like Ragrude would. I thought someone in our party spoke goblin. Well, I guess Moore does. That's true. That's true. So, because uh, hey. he's a hobgoblin. Yes, he would probably speak. I guess goblin. Moore's getting uh, dragged away from his his artful songwriting and. Yes, I need you. I need a translator. He reluctantly comes. Come here and be useful. Thank you. 
rude that you don't think Moore's um, songwriting is, is useful. It's not disuseful. It's just... Not as... It's not the most practical skill. Hey. Oh, Moore's going to write it a, a very... <laughs> In the in the Sternly theme of the word, Smith song about Immortalia now. Yeah. Well, but Immortalia is a fighter. Like, I mean, she sees the value in music clearly. Cat's music rakes in the dough. Them's fighting words. But uh, she hasn't seen Moore's raking in the dough yet. But he's only a little boy. He's a little dude. It's okay. You'll get there one day. You'll hit the big stage. All right, we one have more coming down. At, at the same time, um, I'm Gob wanders out of the captain's quarters and is carrying what looks like a large, it's either a crystal ball or a large black egg. And he's coming out and he's like, I'm Gob. And he's holding this big, well, none of you can see it, so you're not sure if it's shiny or sticky. But Immortalia can see it. It well, has to be sticky. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can see it, but you can't touch it. So you don't know if it's shiny or sticky. Absolutely uh, sticky. Always default to sticky. Yeah. Can it be both or neither? Could be both or neither, but I'm not. At the same time. He looks really proud. He turns, he's like, I'm God. Um, more in Immortalia, the goblin that you've been talking to looks shaken when he sees I'm Gob holding this large black spear, sphere, sphere, not spear, spear, <laughs> circular oh, glo globe, large black globe. What, what is, what is that? I'm Ooh. Ooh. Um. Never mind. Yeah, cat yeah. <laughs> has comprehend languages, but then I was like, "But I'm a dragon, and that just feels like double dipping." Never mind. Yeah, well, I don't think you can cast spells when you're you can a young dragon. We've also got more. You've, you've got a very... Yeah, exactly. We have a translator. We have a useful boy right here. Anyways, Moore, could you ask the the goblin what that... If, is that an egg? What that egg is? Egg question mark. <laughs> uh, you're muted, Evan. I didn't realize I was muted, I'm sorry. Uh, so many noises everywhere. Um, what is that thing? I asked the, the goblin. Uh, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, the, it's the widow's, um, it's the, the widow Organistina's um, 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 egg. Okay, so I, I relay that to Immortalia. It I'm is an egg of the should, uh, writer excuse, that we excuse, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. He yeah. he, he he shouldn't be uh, uh, 
touching it. <laughs> What's wrong with touching it? Well, yeah, I don't say that. I don't say that because I can't. I don't know what he said. Um, it, it, what's the reason why we shouldn't touch it? He shouldn't touch it. He's uh, he's uh, flaming, and her baby is in there. Her babies. Anyways, anyone who touches it gets their hands chopped off. And then they're eaten by whom inside. we took a, we've successfully defeated your crew. Well, I wouldn't chop your hands off. I'm not chopping anyone's hands off. I think chopping hands off is a really bad idea. Then if nobody here is going to chop hands off, then we don't need to worry about not touching it. Good. It's also sticky, I've heard. Oh, we touch sticky things all the time. Okay. He is sticky. Okay. He's the thing that makes things sticky. Yeah. Um, GM sandwiches. So we have baby dryers in there. Yeah. yeah That's so I pretty think we cool. That. I'll take them. Sell I'll take them. them. No, you don't. No. Why would you sell them? That's terrible, cat. How could you? That's slavery. That's terrible. You can't sell children. That's wrong. Have you met them? Does it matter? <laughs> you met a good writer? I met children. Have you met, have you, have you met a good child? <laughs> we were talking about children. You know what? Uh, you know what I ever tell you what Sarah was saying? That she was the the good child that she's met. I don't know. I, I would not say that Immortalia was would say that she was a great child. She because she didn't know. I'm sure you would. Mm -mm, she would not. She's she's not self-centered. Um but right, she well, so is you... more begs to differ. Yeah. I know we're having like this dialogue sort of initiative -y still um, so Zagru, what? Zagru could take care of them. They'd be best friends. Andrew, you need more children. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Meg was the one who gasped. You shut your mouth right now, Carl. <laughs> Zagru. We're gonna send them to your house and say it'll be for one week, but actually it'll be twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we just had that happen. They don't need surgery or medical attention um, of any kind. They're, they're just there. Yeah. We heard you yeah. have room. We heard you have room now. Oh, that, um, Bastion has been everybody's best friend, except he's been trying to climb in the bowl of rice. He is able to climb up on the edge of the arm and then stretch his little neck. He's like a giraffe. He is like a giraffe. Also, his feet go like. Whoa. Yeah, now I've been like, showing him off. They, they, everybody, so everyone is in love with him. He's the cutest. Oh my god. Yeah. But luckily, we have expert veterinarian services at UCD, so he's getting top-notch treatment. Yeah, top-notch, baby. 
Wait, are you going to leave that in the podcast? Because we're not sponsored by UC Davis. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now we could be. Aggie <laughs> Enterprises. Go overdue vet mad. Maybe an alumni. They should have let Maybe me into their school. Maybe an alumni will make a gift when they hear this great podcast. <laughs> they could let me into their school. How will yeah. I put that as an appeal on our database? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, uh, actually, I think Bastion would make a great appeal. I mean, you saw him <laughs> earlier. Bastion alone. Yeah, if you don't give, he will cut you. <laughs> Hannah, you're, wow. you're just too powerful for UC Davis. You would just destroy all the the bureaucratic BS. Clearly. Clearly. That's why they don't want you. We're not at liberty liberty to say anything what are we i'm sorry was i supposed to say anything? you're not supposed to say okay. anything you're good uh <laughs> zagru is um what would zagru like to do there is a a drider egg and people are offering it to him to take care of children but zagru could also climb on board and do something else Um, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to process giving me drider eggs. <laughs> Do you see this nightcap? Does it look like I'm ready for kids? I don't know. You're a spider. But driders aren't spiders. They're driders. But they're part spider. I mean, I, I don't know. Now that I'm really thinking about it. There's spiders. Can I taste one? See? I'm you know Gob. What? I'm Gob starts to head towards Zagru when you say, can I taste it? He move, He's moving quickly and he's like, I'm Gob. I'm Zagru Gob. eats it. I'm Gob. Just like Baby Yoda. <laughs> did I hear Zagru eats it? Yes. You did, just like Baby Yoda. Okay. Uh... It's sort of, you've got to really open up your mouth, but um, yeah, I guess you are very much like a baby Yoda about midships here. We have a coming together of Zagru and I'm Gob, and the large sticky black object is um, cons consumed. Uh -oh. Excellent. Even though I'm a dragon right now, I am absolutely constructing a song about the sticky black egg that Zarud eats. <laughs> it's happening. This Anything is going in or out of the bodies is like up for fair games for songs. That's, that, yes. Uh, Immortalia just hates spiders even more. She can't even. She can't even look. She's like they, this. They even, they even eat their young. Our our That's, others young. It's it's too much. I I can't even. Is it tasty? Do you have to roll Constitution? Um, no, it's um, you know, for Zagru, yeah, it's tasty. It's like gelatin. You try some. Yeah, gelatin full of protein. Heck protein. yeah. Yeah. It's like a big chicken egg. But not. But not in any way. 
<laughs> the chicken was not a chicken. Um. So in the in the cabin in the in the captain's cabin, you find a um, hundred. Uh, sorry, one thousand three hundred and fifty gold pieces. Um, in addition to the dried egg, which you've already taken care of. You also find a set of knickknacks. They're little small, um, there's three of them. They're little small red um, sailing ships that are carved out of out of some sort of stone, perhaps marble. I was going to say, we have a dwarf. He could I try and identify the stone. We have several dwarves. You have several or was that dwarves. just the introductions? <laughs> you have many people who want to be dwarves, and one actual dwarf and one Durga. No, we have two dwarves. We have two dwarves. Two dwarves. Oh, two Some dwarves. kind of weird gatekeeper. Don't forget Ermos. <laughs> I'm leaving out Ermos. Our Here ambulance. Ambulance, yeah. Um, and I think I know we're going to get close to summing up here, but I'm, I need to move you all to, ah, yeah, to the view of the island that you're looking at. So, cause I'm sort of curious where you're thinking of heading next time. So you're... You're a good deal other ways up. This is probably a mile away at this point. In, well, no, probably more like two or three miles away from where you are. But basically, you've come off this thing that feels like a waterfall or a drop that goes down 5,000 feet. And as you look out like into, it looks like it's like a big like cube or indention in the ocean maybe it's five thousand feet across as well although it actually seems to go on forever but in the middle of it like two thousand five hundred feet down from where there's the the lip of the waterfall um two thousand five hundred feet or so above the new surface of the ocean there is this floating island that's out there and I'm assuming you want to try to figure out how to go towards it, although that might also present its challenge because the boat itself is now the Laertes and the Dryder's boat and the Gherkin are now like hooked to gravity that's like sticking them to the wall where there's this island that's like floating out. So the gherkin could easily fly over that way, yeah. but I don't know that the Laertes could. So I, you know, I don't know if you want to just fly out in the gherkin, if you want to do something else with the the other two ships that you have. Um, and we, this is as much of the island as we can make out. Yeah. So from where you are, this is as much of the island as you can make out. And what is this little brown circle? Can we tell what that is, or is it just some? 
yeah um it looks like a set of of buildings maybe it's i mean it's hard to make out clearly from where you are maybe it's like a walled like a walled fort with um wood but some kind of structure wood ramparts yeah it but it's really hard to tell whether it's like that or it's like a collection of huts um, but it is some sort of of structures. Well, we could go for that. Yeah, and I actually I need to draw one other shape which may be interesting for you all. Um, stick it down. Oh, and I forgot to have it fill. Let's just do a fill. Does that, can you all see that now? Yeah. Okay. That also is there. Um, and it looks like, like a set of docks and maybe a couple of, I'd call them warehouses, but this is, it's very much a, a tropical island. So warehouses would be like bamboo or um, with, um, palm fronds over the top of it, but some sort of like docking area here. Although what's weird is this island is 2,500 feet above the water. These couple of spots where water comes to the edge of it are actually um, themselves waterfalls that then drip off and fall 2,000, 2,500 feet down to the ocean that's like below where the island is. Um, Dan, if you didn't see my message, uh, I wanted to see if Ophelia could investigate the the ship to see if she can figure out what makes it fly. Um, sure, yeah, give me a investigation check. All right, let me see what we're working with here. Could I do... Oh well, actually, no. The, the investigation is good. I have I have a bonus for that. That's twenty one, actually. Okay. Um, so efficient in investigating. Yeah. So whatever is making this thing fly, the um, the drider ship fly, it is massively powerful magic. You think? It might also be connected to like this 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 particular space. Like you're not sure if the vessel would fly the way the like all the way back to to Nordhus. It seems like it might be hmm. location bound, and yeah. you're perhaps not fully able to explain like why it was flying off over the rest of the ocean. Like the regular ocean, but is not flying over this not regular ocean. Yeah, well, 
And part of the problem is if we go back to the other map for just a second on the Dryder ship, part of what you're realizing now is a little bit of a problem. If you go over to like where Arvel is here, like where the Dryder's dead body is, that's where the mast impaled her. Yeah, and, and fell down. Yeah. Also fired through this. So Ophelia is like, oh, there are controls here that if they weren't on fire with a mast through them and a Dryder's body impaled on them, I might be able to figure out like, was there a switch that would, you know, mm -hmm. turn gravity on and off or whatever. Um, but it's pretty busted right now. Yeah, the controls are totaled. The ship is still afloat. But In the words of Cleany, it's poop now. Yeah, the the controls are poop now. Mm. I really wanted to I really wanted to take the mechanism and put it on the Laertes. That would have been so cool. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would be an easily detachable mechanism. Like you're able to look around with the 21 and figure enough like the whole ship seems like it's enchanted and tied to this area and your sense of like how it switched its relationship with gravity and made itself fly like you're not those the, those mechanical controls are destroyed yeah oh that sucks oh well i guess there's always next time we could always fly the gherkin. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just, I, I'm mostly just thinking about the other ship that we've got. We got the Laertes following behind us, and like they're gonna have to like sail all the way down the waterfall and then all the way in, and then we'd have to go and pick them up if they wanted to come up onto the island. You know, Ermos is like, why don't you use the the chicken legs and pick up the Laertes. Yeah, like, I was just going to say, Won't if we that carry just destroy the boat, ship, we can carry the other ship. Yeah, we just have to, we would just have to be really careful. Well, it wouldn't be. But I guess we could do that. It wouldn't be in a quick combat situation. We could figure out. What can we, we shoot to solve to this problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you could. If looking back over on the island, I mean, obviously you can't dock the ship like along the side of the island because the island is 2,000 feet, 2,500 feet above the surface of the ocean. But you could put the Laertes down in one of these streams or in one of these lakes if you wanted to. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Why don't we talk to the captain of the Laertes and uh, and figure that out? But I'd be down to go to one of the lakes and plop her in there for now. Um, so are you all going to abandon the Dryder ship and just let it sort of... I think we have to. On its way? I don't think there's anything we can do to, like, there's nothing we can really do about it, unfortunately. Is there any other loot that we can take from it? 
Um, well, I mean, there are the cannons and stuff that's on it. I don't know if you want to try to move some of the, those over to the Laertes. Yeah. There's the ballistas. Does the Laertes already have cannons? Um, let's take a quick look at the Laertes. Does the Laertes have large cannons? Neither of my characters would be the ones to do this. but I see a ballista. Even if the controls are busted, could somebody presumably get an idea for how it works so that it could be engineered in the future? Oh, the ship? Yeah. Um, yeah, per- potentially Ermos, potentially Ophelia, maybe Milden. It would take a little bit of time, but... Yeah, it would. Ophelia could keep studying it. I mean, she's interested in it. If if Arvel wants to help her look into it and try and figure it out. Yeah, I would say that Arvel's starting to get a little bit more interested in, in mechanical things, given that he especially has... Especially flying. Motor. Yeah, especially if there's any kind of flying involved. Okay, so I guess what I hear is a little bit more investigating the um, the widow, the drier widow ship, um, the widow Organistina's um, ship, and a little bit of time thinking about maybe moving some cannons over to the Laertes, and then really a plan at least to try to fly the Gherkin and maybe the Gherkin carrying the Laertes over to over to this island next time. Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right. I think that sounds like a good place to wrap. Um, I would say for the lower level characters, that combat would have them leveling up. So for the non-OG group, if you want to level up between now and next time, we'll roll hit points at the beginning. Um, not for the higher level characters, certainly a Drider and a couple of Knolls is not enough to level up, but for for the first level characters to move to second, I would say that that is, that is sufficient. And then we will start- so, so no level up for Ophelia, yes, because she's already at third. Yeah, 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 because Ophelia had the extra time in the city. But everybody who is first level, you will level up. So whatever changes you want to make to the characters, you can do that. We'll just roll hit points as a group, and then we'll start um, by heading to this floating tropical island next time. Woohoo! Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Awesome all. Thank you for playing. Yeah. Bye, guys. Hey there, Carl here. All right. Well, it's a Friday night rather than a Thursday night when we're getting to upload episode number 29 of Return of Dragons, Mopping the Decks with Goblins and Knolls. So I'm a day behind, but hey, it is... Still a good story, and our heroes are out over the Merit Sea, over by the edge of the world, um, 
having combat as their flying gherkin spins down over the edge with the Grider ship also over the edge, and they begin to board from the flying castle onto the flying ship. 